0: is your bracelet cola stacks? No, no. It's not. Thought it
1: was. <laughs> no, it's not. I, my, I saw that had...
0: podcast. Did you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now I now every bracelet I just think is cola stacks cuz it's the only one that I know.
1: No, it's not. It's um black tourmaline and selenite and then hematite. Oh. Uh, so what does that mean? What do those do? They're basically grounding crystals. Mm. Selenite's really good for clarity, mental clarity. Tourmaline and hematite ground the body.
0: How where do they come from? It, you just find it in rocks somewhere in certain areas yes. of the world
1: yes all minerals they're all minerals and so yep mm. so they actually have a selenite farm in arizona sure. where you can go and get your own selenite oh, the really? selenite's not water soluble so you have to be really careful with it water will destroy it mm.
2: uh-huh
0: yep. See, that'll get so annoying so fast <laughs> every time you, it's raining right now what are you
2: gonna do you yeah, well, I mean, it? yeah wash yeah. your hands like yeah. don't shower with shower, it
1: don't soak cool. your hand with it but swimming stuff like that but.
0: Cool. Welcome to here for the Health of It Podcast.
1: Awesome. Um,
0: all right, tell us, tell us kind of who you are, what you do, and I know you your business is about a year and a half. You've been into it, so give us the scoop on that.
1: Yep. So Shavas Spa opened up January twenty second of twenty two. Um, basically, I personal story behind it. Oh, I was you thinking, almost
0: went. Did you almost think about going February second, two <laughs> twenty two twenty two?
1: Mm-hmm. So we actually had our um, ribbon cutting. February 22nd, 22. That's cool. So we opened January 22nd, and I don't know if you know this or not, but the day before our opening day, it, like, snowed tremendously oh, okay. in South Carolina. Oh. Yeah, like six inches of snow. It I remember like, that day. Oh, crap. Like, are we going to open? We still opened anyways. It was cool. But Did
0: anyone come? Because here, it I grew up in Canada where when it snows a foot, it's no big deal. Here, if it says snow in the forecast, nobody leaves their house.
1: You're hundred percent right. So people did come. It was interesting. I think I had like 12 clients that oh. day. I sat there cold, wet, snowy, whatever. Mm-hmm. I had 12 clients, which was cool. I mean, first day opening up 12 clients, it was cool. Great. I just kind of rolled with it. Mm-hmm. But, um, so pretty much I was in corporate sales for a while, killing myself. What were you selling? Heating and air conditioning. Really? Oh. Yeah. I did not so, see that coming either. <laughs> Most people don't. Um, and I'll go ahead and just put it out there. When a woman enters a man's world, quote unquote, you kind of have to work a little bit harder to gain the trust of men, especially mm-hmm. in that kind of market. And so I pretty much work all the time to gain that trust. But you um, probably
0: killed it. Like, I feel like if you're I a did. female in a man's world, but you're working really hard and good at it, then you have an advantage. It's just yes. the intro level you have to work
1: Yes. At. You have to get in and gain the trust of people. But I think what happens is when a woman gets into their... Um, position like that and they earn the respect, the men see that they have attention to detail, that things don't get missed as often. Mm-hmm. So that's where the success comes into play. But it's very hard to break down the door. Once you break down the door and you get in, it's it's over from there. Yep. Um, the breaking down the door was the hardest part. Like I didn't realize what mentally and physically that was doing to my body. I would answer the phone 1 o'clock in the morning, 2 o'clock in the morning, people calling, you know, when it's summertime in Columbia, South Carolina. Everybody that needs an air conditioner the next day is a 98-year-old single lady whose husband just died, and I need to know if you have this in stock. It's just kind of how it worked. So, Um, And you can't say
0: no to that. What are you going to say? No? You can't. Like, you can't. I'm
1: sorry. You know, (laughs) call me back in the morning. Yeah. No, you break out your computer, you pull it up, you do it. And I love my clients. Like, my clients were awesome. And I didn't mind doing it, but I didn't realize what it was doing to me and how it was affecting me. Um, until I had my doctor's appointment, he's like, dude, you're like 32 years old and stress levels are out of control. Your blood pressure is super high. Really? If you don't do something about it, we're gonna have to put you on medication. I'm like, "What? <laughs> right. like, no. Um, so he said, you just need to learn how to manage your stress. And I'm like, well, what do you do? How do you manage your stress? And he's like, I don't know. You just got to find out what's works for you. So I think about it and think about it, and I start doing things for myself, you know, the yoga classes, and I work out and do all these different things. And I'm like, this isn't the answer. So I started venturing out meditation, falling into meditation. That really helped me mentally. And then I started to notice that I became more focused the more I meditated and the more things that come into play. And I grew up in South Florida, so I never had allergies until I moved to South Carolina. When I moved to South Carolina, all of a sudden, allergies were rampant. And so I started researching that a little bit more, got into halo therapy. I was like, okay, this is, this is good. So I went and I tried it, drove down to Augusta, Georgia, tried it. And I'm like, yep, this is, this is the answer. And so slowly started to incorporate and build my business plan of what worked for me to manage my stress and then said, okay, this is what we're going to do.
2: And then your blood pressure dropped.
1: Yeah. Yeah
2: and it's been fine since. Oh yeah. Yeah.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah.
2: See, people are going to love to hear that because did you you didn't change your diet, right?
1: Um, I did a little, oh, a little bit. bit, yeah, but not significantly. See, Kristen, it would have been better
2: if you just said no. I just yeah. went to <laughs> No. The spa.
1: <laughs> but it but it's really funny cuz like I can't dive into a whole lot of the information on this, but I do specifically know a doctor who had a quadruple bypass last year, mm-hmm. um, works out all the time, eats a great diet. Right. And stress caused his heart attack. Yeah. So
2: I think mental health is the, one of the biggest, it is the biggest thing that creates disease
1: absolutely. across the board. Absolutely. Yeah. And absolutely.
2: You, and so I guess continue on that journey then. So you. You didn't have like a serious health scare necessarily. You just you started seeing the warning signs and and said, "Let me look for therapies." How did you stumble across and you print it's Halo therapy? Halo. I say Halo therapy. therapy. A lot of people
1: call it Halo therapy. And just
2: so the audience knows what that is, what is that?
1: Sure. So we kind of went big or went home. We built a salt cave. So we have fifteen thousand pounds of pink Himalayan salt. When you walk in, it just looks like you're walking into a cave underground, basically. Yep. We have a halo generator that we use. So um, some people can be confused a little bit. We're not just putting you in a room with a bunch of salt all over the place. We actually pump in a pharmaceutical grade aerosol. Like the aerosol. powderized? Oh, yep. nice. So it aerosols, it turns it into like salt powder, basically. When you breathe that in, basically what it does is it attaches to the little hairs in the sinus cavity and the nose, opens up the lungs, attaches to any kind of moisture, mucus, anything like that, that you have in there. So, um, being that we opened up post COVID, one big key thing that we learned was the people who had that lasting cough that would never go away. Halo therapy helped No it. kidding. Yep. Yeah. Yep.
2: Yeah. I've heard incredible things with it, with asthma and, and any allergy type thing. Have you seen anybody with lung cancers or anything like real significant?
1: No. Or read um, anything about that? So the only thing that we actually have on our release is if you do have lung cancer or coughing up blood, it's not something that we would necessarily recommend you do, but you're more than welcome to get approval from your oncologist or your doctor. If they feel like this is something you can do, great. I do have other clients who have breast cancer, and their integrative oncologist out of Atlanta recommended them to come and do it. Um, Most people don't realize stress really hurts You, when you have cancer, it just kind of kills your immune system, and so they want you to find modalities that help you with stress management, which is the reason why her doctor referred her to me. Sweet, so which is cool.
2: So essentially, you get two—you get the the um, the Zen feeling of it, right? So for your mental health to de-stress that, but then you also get the physical sensation of breathing that in and and the components of what the salt does inside the body. Yes. What about with sinus issues? I would imagine that's another big one.
1: Yes. Um, So I've had a lot of people who have really bad sinus issues, allergies. They'll go in and in their first visit, they have drainage coming down the back of their neck and they're like, oh my gosh, you know? Or people who are so stopped up when they go in, normally we put you in a zero gravity chair. So when you're in that zero gravity chair, you're laying back. When we pull you back up, is when you start seeing that drainage and they're like, oh my gosh, I can breathe, you know? There are people who have been stopped up forever and they come in and do it a couple of times and they're like, Man, this feels great. So
0: So does the salt, like that pounds of salt that you have in there and then the salt that's in the air, is that what does the salt in the room do?
1: It's more of aesthetic. Is it, it yeah. yeah, it's one of those things where and you know, it depends on your personal belief. For me personally, I believe that all elements of earth give out an energy. And so when you're in that room, it just gives you a totally different energy and vibe. And plus it produces negative ions, which we all need to offset all of the positive ions that we get in this world. So, but like I said, that all depends on what you believe personally and scientifically. Um, Some people don't see it that way or they necessarily haven't researched into it. Mm -hmm. But for me, it's a negative ion situation. And it's
0: if It seems like it's more normal in Europe to have it because I remember when my wife and I went to uh, Budapest. And it was there was all over the place. In the hotel that we stayed in, they had a spa that had it, and I went and hung out in there, and it was cool, and I got to do all their... But it's like a lot of things that you're doing now, they had five years ago in just a run-of-the-mill hotel in Budapest.
1: Yep, yep. So a lot of times in Europe, um, and this is just through the research of what I've learned in Europe, a lot of their quote-unquote spa services are really more just wellness. Um, Saunas salt therapy, mm-hmm. these are all things that Europeans do because they're on social health care. Europeans do this to stay healthy because they're on social health care. Mm-hmm. Um, that's something that their government encourages them to do. So the more healthier you are, the less cost you're going to cost your country for health care. And I just feel like, you know, my goal and hopes are to change the narrative a little bit here in America um, I feel like spa services are a luxury item for a lot of people and they see it as luxury yeah. and it really should be a necessity. I feel yeah. like if more people spent time mm-hmm. on the wellness side, that they wouldn't be as sick. You know, focus right. a little bit on it instead of waiting until you're in your 60s and you have retired and worked yourself to death and now you're sick and you can't enjoy mm-hmm. anything. So
0: it's a sh- I mean, it's a, a delayed gratification mm-hmm. shift, I think that. Overall, just needs to happen because a lot of people just spend all the money that they have and then they wake yep. up at their 75 years old or they just eat like garbage or they're stressed out, don't sleep, whatever it is. And yep. then all of a sudden they're really sick and now trying to figure out a cure for it, yep. which is kind of a backwards way to do it. Why not just? Put in a little time in the beginning, and then you don't have to worry about it down the road.
1: Yep. And we're seeing it. Um, It's kind of interesting. I get a lot of college students, a lot of younger generation people who really focus on their wellness. Like they already have the mindset of doing something for themselves once a month at least um, to stay mentally, you know, de stressed, I guess. I think they've watched their parents work themselves to death and be totally stressed, and they don't want to live that life. And I'm starting to see a little more of the minimalist side in the younger generation. Like, they don't want the multiple cars. They don't want the big houses. Like, they're cool with being in a small place because they want to travel and see the world and put their money in other places. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's kind of interesting to see the narrative on both sides of the fence. I see the ones who have worked themselves to death and are now trying to relax and, you know get better and then i see the younger one so it's kind of cool
2: and then how do you know that the you mentioned crystals and some of the stuff at the beginning how do you know they're real and and i'm saying more like i i do believe what you i believe what you believe i think (laughs) which is that they give off energy but Mm -hmm. what i'm worried about is you go to the store and you buy something and it's plastic and you're wearing it around and you have this like you maybe you think it's what it is but it's not
1: Yeah, um, that's a hard question for me to answer. There are places that, you know, have good quality stuff. There's quite a few of them around Columbia. I think anywhere where you go, it's more of an energy thing. I think that for me personally, if I'm feeling a good vibe from somebody, I feel like this is good stuff. Um, They're not in it to, quote, unquote, screw you over. Yeah. Um, So I feel like... For me personally, that's the answer. Um, it's really hard. Like you buy it online, you're, you you're taking know, a gamble. Yeah. But if you go to a store and you buy it, you can touch it, you can feel it, you can, you know.
2: And do you think the more body it touches, the better?
1: No. Really? <laughs> so I'm a firm believer in staging. Um, And cleansing energy. So one thing that I always do for my clients is when they buy a product from me, I always sage it before it goes out the door and just cleanse the energy. You know, whoever touched it before, I don't want that person's energy to carry through to somebody else. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. Energy is everything. So I've set intentions on my building, and a lot of people probably think I'm woo-woo and crazy, but I really just think that my intentions are that people who are seeking true health and wellness, um, have good attitudes, are wanting a true relationship and figuring out who they are, come into that building. Mm. And I've never had any altercations with any clients. I've probably had about 20,000 people come through my building since I've opened. Nobody's ever given me a hard time. Nobody's ever said, hey, it was nothing like what we thought it would be. Um, We just want it to be a safe space for everybody and, you know, somewhere they can go disconnect and
0: have you ever seen Yellowstone, the movie?
1: So or the television the show. show yeah. I kind of watched it here and there, but not the whole series all the way through.
0: There's a guy that uh or the, it's a lady that they can't stand and they always walk around. There's one guy who's like always has to be saging. Sage is when you start sage on fire, right? And it's <laughs> yeah. So like anytime the lady's around, the guy is is saging or they'll be like, Oh, we gotta get and, and then like it comes around and the guy like goes and circles the other guy and starts saging it just because she's
1: Negative she's energy. Mean, yeah, she's evil. Negative she's energy. Mean. And it takes, so I always try to explain people when they come in and I'm talking about energy, a lot of people just don't understand what I mean. And so um, there's a monk that I follow through social media, and he put it in perspective for me, and it's the best way for me to explain it to people. Emotion is energy in motion. So when you think about it, when you get really, really angry, by the time you're done angry, like you feel exhausted. Right. Because you're so mad and you've expelled all of the energy in that anger. But when you feel love, it makes you feel happy and it's a very lightweight thing and it doesn't take a whole lot of energy to do it. And so when I start talking about energy and I explain it to them in the, that way, they're like, oh my gosh, that makes sense. Like, you know?
2: Yeah, that's super good.
0: I would love to just play a game where we have fake Cri- like fake bracelets and real ones <laughs> and then just randomly give them to people and then call them up and say hey how has it been doing and then see what they say and if they're
2: but i think see it if their intention's set right and yeah. if it matters well that's what i mean it's, well then why get a real crystal why well, not just get a 30 but if cent plastic it, feels be- it <laughs> would feel better it's like oh this is the real deal then yeah. your your energy gets hyped up more
1: I, I really do it, think I, it's all
2: about. That I, I, well, so you're I don't know. It's, you're, it's, all right, well, Listen, that's idea. that's arguing both sides of it. Well, that a
0: here used it, but I, then also it doesn't matter because the I intention think. is no.
2: Here, it. let's use like a brand or something. Let's use clothing. Yes. So if you tell you, me it's
0: Lululemon, but it's it's some it's,
2: knockoff <laughs> brand. I'll know immediately. No, guaranteed.
0: If no, one thousand can, percent. If we
2: can, all right. But what if we got a Lululemon thing? Took the logo off of it, handed it to you. You're telling me you're, you know, once it touches your you, could skin. Te- you could test because of the way that they fit. Right. I know how it fits versus like roan pants fit a different way than See, say, people, like, the Lululemon pants. People, especially in the US, will look at a brand and like it could be Yeti cooler, exactly the same thing, probably even keep things colder. And if it doesn't have Yeti on it, it's like, man, i are not, not into It's not worth
1: it. it. My husband always says ripped jeans. Like Yes, you yeah. Know, they'll it's spend like the $120 for a pair of jeans that I could have taken your jeans out in the garage and take a grinder right. to and give them to you right then right. and there. So I think it is really, especially in America, a label thing. I think right. that, and that's what brought me to the point of, in America, we see this kind of stuff as luxury. When you go and get a massage, by the time it's done, it's 120 bucks. You know, you go and you get a facial, it's $100. Can you do that multiple times? The mom who has three kids at home, right. you know, working and the husband and everything. Else. I, even you the can't. mom that's
0: even just a normal person yeah. that has, doesn't have kids. You just can't.
1: And so it becomes a luxury thing. And I think I've even experienced it personally where people will call me and they'll be like, hey, you know, do we have showers and do you give us a robe or we can walk around in a robe? And, I'll, and I'm like, mm, nope, if that's what you're looking for, that's not me. I'm sorry. Um, you're going to wear your everyday clothes because my business was built on the idea that I provide a space for you to stress relief at any given time of the day in the middle of your work day. My goal is for you to take time in the middle of the day when you're at your heightened stress level to bring yourself back down, um, not necessarily be a luxury experience. But what I have found is those same clients who wanted that luxury experience come to us and get a totally different experience and at the end of the day, they were like, "Okay, I didn't need the luxury. This is really what I needed." Yeah. Um. So, it's kind of cool. I like it.
0: So you're not <laughs> sweating in the salt area. No, but not you, at But if you go in the sauna, though, you're sweating.
1: Some people do. Some people don't. It totally depends. So we do infrared saunas, which people aren't. Don't sweat in yes, the sauna. Yes. Yeah. Yes, you would be surprised. I, w- I am surprised. No, yep. I've seen that. Yep. Um. Often it happens. Often. Okay. So most people don't realize infrared uses light to create heat. So it's heating you from the inside out. Mm-hmm. I always tell people, think of the microwave factor. It's kind of what it is. Yep. Um, so if you have a low body temperature, most people do have a low body temperature, especially women, you, it takes your body to get to a certain sweat point. So 30 minutes in an infrared sauna, if you have a low body heat, you're not going to get to that sweat point. But yep. the more often you do it, your body temperature stays at a higher level. You start sweating.
2: yep Yeah.
1: And so and that's it's a different type of sweat, And it's a too. different type of sweat. It's yeah. a deep sweat. Mm-hmm. It's a deep detox sweat. It smells bad, right? Um, for some people, it depends on your diet. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I've had a lot of clients. I had to work them through a process to get them to understand because they're like, I go in a steam sawn and I'm sweating in five minutes. And I'm like, you walk outside in Columbia, South Carolina, and 110 degrees, you're sweating. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, that doesn't mean you're detoxing. Right. You're sweating, so it's a different process, and it does take time to do it, and you have to give yourself that time and opportunity to do it, but the ones who commit to it and stay with it, they're the ones that are like, okay, I can feel the difference now.
0: What about temperature? And I only know, I only know Celsius because I use my parents a lot in Canada, but my dad will only go to 54 Celsius, and I always wanted it 60 and it's always just kind of a battle. But you got to con- convert. What that do you know? What can you see? What that is? So and, is
1: fifty going to be like? I think would that be around one hundred twenty or something? Because I think seventy is one hundred and fifty degrees Fahrenheit, if I'm not mistaken.
0: That sounds we right, but do I, some, I don't. We got to do math.
1: math. I think so. Um, so our infrared saunas, if you do, we have two different programs. The thirty-minute programs. Go ahead. One hundred twenty-two. Yeah. Is what That's is frequency.
0: what fifty degrees Celsius? Fifty. And what's sixty?
1: It'd be about one thirty.
0: One forty. One forty. All right. So one so one twenty to one forty.
1: Yeah. So is it infrared sauna? <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah. So you would be totally cool because on our thirty minute programs, we typically run about one thirty to one forty. Yeah. Um we don't go anything over one forty in our infrared saunas. Because, like I said, at that point, you're cooking your insides. I think that
0: that's the max. At least that one, that was the max that it would mm-hmm. go to is mm-hmm. 140.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, ours will yeah. go a little bit higher than that. We just don't allow it to. Okay. So that's why we don't just turn it on and let people control their temperatures because they'll turn it up to the max not knowing what they're doing. And you can put yourself into a flu-like state by doing overheating yourself oh, in yeah. a sauna. What, so.
0: do you, what do you normally run at? 123, somewhere in there. Oh, so soft. <laughs>
1: It is pretty low, so actually. Like,
2: <laughs> I, mean, I didn't know that I had to be prepped to give my, my temps. So I ha- I have a sunlight in my house and that's That's what I use. But the problem is it takes so long to heat up. An hour. Yes. yes. So that's why a lot of times I'm it's lower because by the time it gets I'll I crank mine all the way up, but I'm averaging probably one twenty three, maybe up to one twenty seven. Yeah. Now, what I found, and I'm glad you touched on it, is if you do any sort of like, if even if you're outside or you you're um, you come from a workout where your core temperature's already elevated, you could get in there, and it doesn't yep. have to be that hot. And you are just you, the sweat is unbelievable. You're exactly you're right. You're pouring yep. out of your yep. body.
1: Summertime, especially where your body temperature is already up so much because of the heat outside, it doesn't take you nearly as long to get to that sweat yeah. point. But the wintertime definitely. It takes you that time.
2: And some people will sit in it and they'll go, like my wife, so she has a lower core temperature where she's like, "I'm." it's not even, she's like, is this doing anything? And I'm mm-hmm. like, just wait. Mm-hmm. So she needs to be in it longer. How long do you, how long would you say somebody should go? Like, is 30 minutes your cutoff, or Mm-mm, could somebody 45 go? 45 minutes. Okay.
1: Yep. You can go up to an hour. We don't offer an hour, but you can go up to an hour, especially if you're only getting to 120. You can definitely you
2: can do go an longer. Hour. Okay. Yeah.
1: We do 45 minute max temperature, 140, 141. And that's our cardio program. So that's just enough to get your cardiac system rolling, yeah. um, get the blood pumping, and get you sweating pretty good.
2: And then to continue on that, I mean, so, so light is always an interesting thing just in general source to, for healing, because I don't mm-hmm. think we talk about it enough. And, Mm-mm. and, and society's shied us away from the sun, which is the source of light.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Do you utilize any, so you use red light therapy. Mm-hmm. Do you ha- do you use any other colors? And cause I've seen that there's different, each color of the rainbow has different things. Healing. I, yes. Yep.
1: So in our saunas, we have chromotherapy, which is light therapy. Um, We leave the list of all of the colors along with the remote, so if there's something specific that you want to target and we go over this, you're welcome to do that. It is how our brain actually takes that color and reflects it. So everything controlled by our brain. We can... You know, I'm probably gonna beat myself up for doing this, but you can heal yourself with your brain. Yeah. I always tell everybody if you think yourself sick, you're gonna be sick. If you get a tickle in your throat and you're like, dang, I'm getting a cold, you're gonna get a cold because you've talked yourself into it. Yes. So mm-hmm.
2: I don't even like verbalizing I'm sick. Mm-mm. I don't say, I, we always say like we're healing. Mm-hmm. If there's any like snot coming out or anything, like, yep, body's healing.
1: Yep. I'm yep. purging. That's what I normally do. So, <laughs> so I get a stuffy nose and I'm blowing my nose, I'm purging. Right.
2: Right. So. Now, when you, you touched on sage, I've mm-hmm. always wondered, like, how does that even work? Like, what is sage? It's a. Co- is, it, is it an actual herb itself, or is it a combination? It's a plant. It's a, yep, it's a I plant. I think we have some growing in our yep.
1: backyard, Do you? actually. Do it you? smells good, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it is a plant. And for me personally, how I got connected with sage was through um, Native American beans. So Native Americans use sage for cleaning um, energy and preparing for celebrations and different things like that. They also use incense, so a lot of places use incense as well. Because I am a place where a lot of people come for respiratory issues and different things like that, I actually use a sage essential oil for mine. So it doesn't necessarily involve any kind of smoke. We also require no smoking for our services because of, you know, people who are there for allergies Sinus issues. I get a lot of COPD clients who have found great benefit with halo therapy in the salt cave. Yeah, they come about once a week, twice a week. Um,
2: and it's literally so you use the oil. But if if somebody wanted to say like they would just take the plant, dry it out, kind of light it up, and just you walk can around. buy sage
1: bundles. Um, oh, nice. They already come together. There's a lot of places here in Colombia you can get them. Um, yeah, definitely.
2: Sometimes I want to just sage Randy. You know what yeah, I mean? What would you do? I, well,
0: I, that's what I was going to ask. Do you need a lot for certain things and then a little bit, or is it just mm-hmm. you do it and then it's – You just
1: do it. You yeah. just do it, yeah. And a big part of that too, Once I, I'm always going to bring it back to intentions. Yep. It's all in your intentions of what you're setting your intention to be. So, um, it was funny cause when we were chit chatting and talking earlier, when I first got here, we were talking about my business and, you know, people look at my prices and they're like, man, you're really cheap. And I'm like, no, I'm not cheap. I'm affordable. This is something that needs to be accessible for people. Right. And in order for that to happen, you know, it has to be cost effective mm-hmm. because I'm not reaching out to rich people who have money who can go and get whatever they want done when they're sick. I'm reaching out to the masses. And so, for me with my business, I set my intentions to be an affordable, accessible option for all people. I don't charge somebody more because they have the money to pay it. um, And I don't, you know, I just stay at my simple price.
0: Yeah, it's great. (laughs) It's got to be. That's awesome. So, if someone lit grass (laughs) on fire with the same intention as Sage. Uh, would you argue See, that sage with good intention is better than a piece of grass
2: with good intention? I
1: would just because, you know, the Native Americans told me that and they're much older than me. <laughs> See, right. that's, exa- that's, what I was,
2: that's what I'm getting at with the brand thing. I yeah. feel like if you know that it's grass and you still go through the same stuff, you would just think you could still have a good intention, but it's like, nah, something's a little off. Just like the shirt you wear that looks like Lululemon <laughs> that off. isn't Lululemon. You're like, all right, something just is a little
0: yeah, off. Yeah, I'm not, I mean, I'm, I was just asking the question. I don't know. I've never tried something like that with uh, an off thing and told them that it wasn't. Yeah. Or that it was. Yeah, I don't know. Me neither but either. I'm going to check. Maybe <laughs> I'm going to check the clarity in every essential oil bottle.
1: <laughs> yeah, and I think essential oils is something, too, that you have to be really careful with. I think that there's always some, you know, essential oil companies out there that may try to lower their, you know, concentration oh, or whatever. Sure. And, you know, I think there's stories out there. And so you do have to find somebody that you trust and make that relationship with and kind of go from there. And but
0: the supplement company terrible with this. They, yes. they, someone that's really passionate about it, builds a good brand. We all trust it. And then they sell it out to Nestle and then yep. Nestle starts putting junk in it that's exactly until, right. basically until the brand tanks. Right. And, and then I'm, they just go buy another one from someone else who just got a good reputation,
1: sells it off. That's exactly right. And then right. Nestle buys it. And, and, you know, I'm all for capitalism. I think it's great that we have the opportunity to build businesses and we can make money and we can do all these things. But as long as we stay true to what the true value is of it, you know, I, I've grown my business and I'm profitable, which is great. Um, but I did it honestly, and I continue to do it honestly. Um, I think that the moment when you're operating a business and it's not with the honesty and the truth and you start doing stuff like that, that's when people get angry. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why you're starting to see a shift with people in corporations and why they don't like corporations because they're like, hey, you're lowering the quality of this stuff, but you're still making the buck. Mm-hmm. You know, right. And so it's, it's not fair for the small business who has put their heart and soul into it and built it up and delivered a great product. And, you know, they eventually sell out to that bigger company. It's not fair to that small business that that big company trashes it right. basically.
0: I, yeah. I, well, I don't, I, cause I go back and forth on that. Like in an ideal world, if it was really your intention to do this for people, you're not going to sell out to a big company. You're just going to keep doing it mm-hmm. long term and you're going to find someone else to. In
1: some cases, I think with some cases, people don't have anybody to carry it on. Um,
0: well, if you care enough, you find. Yeah. Like I, I could see if you're yeah. being willy nilly about it, it would be hard to find someone to carry yeah. it on. But yeah. if, you, if it's really your life intention to do this, the idea sure. that you can't find someone else that likes it. Sure. I, I think you could find because we see that in the chiropractic world too, right? It's yep. It's you could sell out to a venture capital firm or whatever, or you could find someone who really likes it, or in the supplement company you could sell it out to Nestle or you could sell out to someone else that really cares about it. I'm assuming it's in the salt, the Halo world too. <laughs> Halo but I don't know. But maybe a small maybe a smaller number of people who care about it. But I feel like so many people would be into that. Mm-hmm. Don't you think? Like if you had to, if you had to spend the next forty years finding a person. Who could take over your company and keep it going for Columbia, you Dude. could find a person.
1: So I've been trying to hire somebody for three months <laughs> to help me. I just have like severe anxiety. Like I don't yep. have anxiety running my business. I don't have anxiety running my life. But to hire somebody right. to work alongside me, I have huge anxiety. Uh, yes. <laughs> Yeah. So to find somebody to take over my business, no, I probably would never but be able to a 40, do it. But
0: 40 – think of it like 40 years. Yeah. In 40 years, you've got to find the person. Yeah. Or maybe not. I don't maybe. You know, maybe they'll, you know. It would probably be one of my morph. clients.
1: It would probably yeah. be one yeah, of my clients. Yeah, see that. Like, Someone that whose point, life was yeah. changed by it, yeah. and then they want to Absolutely. spend their time doing Absolutely. that. Absolutely, yeah. And that, and that would probably be the intention that I said. If I knew that my daughter didn't want to take my business, which she probably will not – um and roll with it not because she doesn't believe in what i do she's just going to med school to be a neurologist so um i think for me it would be you know finding somebody who has been with me understands what we do why we do it and then you know go from there if it's an owner financing for that person and let them take the reins and build on it and go from there why not that's kind of my intention and my goal and what the business is
2: you gotta send your daughter to chiropractic I, school. I know that. I was. Uh, wait a minute. That's. I mean, what
0: you're doing is so far from a. MD yes. neurologist world.
1: Not necessarily. Um, our vibroacoustic. So since you brought up vibroacoustic, mm-hmm. yes, like I I'm said, it's out cocoon, of the world. You call it cocoon, yeah, cocoon therapy. Yep. So we partner. Or no, the um, cocoon experience. Cocoon experience. Yep. It's a vibroacoustic sound bed. So there's tr- six transducers built into the sound lounge bed. And we partner it with Tap, which is a headpiece out of Wilmington mm-hmm. by a neurologist. Um When people do this experience, like they have a total out of body experience. If they have unhealed trauma, it brings up that trauma. I've had people who did the service and they're bawling tears from just stuff that they had bottled up. Yeah. My daughter's inquisitive mind is what about this service is making people bring that up? Like, what is happening in the mind when they're doing this? And can this be the future of helping people in their mental health with past trauma that they've just bottled up inside and never worked through?
2: Yeah, that's good. I so, think neurology is definitely the right field. I think she's probably not a dweeb, though. So she shouldn't be in the medical <laughs> world. She should be a chiropractor. <laughs> <laughs> Because I think that She's a science be, nerd.
1: <laughs> <laughs> She's a science nerd. 100% science nerd.
2: Um Have you ever heard of Joe Dispenza and like some of his work? Because he's... Yes. Re- yeah. And he, you know, he was a chiropractor.
1: I did not know that. Yes. Okay. See,
2: nobody knows how... That was his background. He had that injury, and then he pieced together his spine through um sitting, laying in a hospital bed, just visualizing everything coming back together. Oh, wow. It was... His story's wild, and then it grew into what he is now, but... Um um I love the whole meditation side of things. Do you guys do or plan to do in the future like guided meditation or any of that stuff? So
1: we do that in our Zen den. Our Zen oh, den goodness. are the zero gravity shiatsu massage chairs. We actually just upgraded all of them and the new chairs are phenomenal. Like Sweet. Yeah, so it does compression and um full body basically all along the backside. It does your shoulders, your neck, all that kind of stuff. Um, It does what we call a tie stretch, where it'll squeeze on your shoulders and the leg piece will bend down so it expands your spine and stretches you. Sweet. We play guided meditations and affirmations during that service. That was the first service that we started using. um, Are you familiar with Muse? The EEG Mm -hmm. headpieces that they use for meditation and stuff. So we use it just for tracking purposes. It's an EEG that we put on the forehead. And so when you get in the service... For certain people, we don't do this for everybody. Only if they agree to be under my, you know, (laughs) research. (laughs) And so we put them in the massage chair and they do 20-minute guided meditation and affirmations. And we track, like, how long their mind was focused, how long their mind was calm, what their heart rate did. And so we had somebody who was at, like, 80 heart rate. By the time the 20 minutes was up, they were at 64. Mm. So we can see a steady decline in their heart rate as they were listening to the meditations and getting the massage chair. So a lot of times we do massage chairs for our meditation because people don't know how to meditate. And I think if they fall asleep or, you know, even if their mind isn't 100% focused on it, listening to it, subconsciously they're hearing it. And that's the biggest thing. So that's what happens with the cocoon as well. We do the music side of cocoon, but if you wanted to, you could use brain tap in a totally different manner. Where they do two person voices, and one is talking to you, the other is talking to your subconscious mind. Wow. So you gotta really
2: trust the, what, what like, how do you you trust? It's worked
1: for me. (laughs) It's worked for me. So I I did the, there's like a um, 20 step program of bettering your life, basically. It's 20 different sessions. And so I've done that. And I mean, I've Sweet. done it for that. I've done it for anxiety. It kind of helps with anxiety as well. Just ways to reduce your anxiety. Yeah. So,
2: do you think yeah. that they on TV commercials utilize any of these techniques to train our brains?
1: A hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. And it's it's see, called branding.
2: Yeah. Well, I well <laughs> I think I, think I was
0: thinking the same thing that you just <laughs> talked about because I I thought it was in. Um, like cinemas, like yeah. or in movies, too. in movies, they would have, they would study how much diet Coke would get sold. And if they had the underlying message that you couldn't even hear their diet Coke sales would go through the roof or whatever they mm-hmm. were saying. Mm-hmm. People would just get up and go buy diet Coke and didn't realize why.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, I say it straight up, even with pharmaceuticals. Yeah. I mean, if you look at any pharmaceutical ad, they'll be like, yep, that's me. I'm going to go to my doctor and get right. on Prozac. I'm going to go to my doctor and get on Ozempic. I'm you know? And it's like, wait a second. It took the whole doctor side of out of everything and yes. you're self-diagnosing, which is a problem. That's wild. It's, it's crazy. It's crazy. I can't believe we allow people to do it, but, you know.
0: I think it's one of the only countries in the world that can advertise
2: directly we to are. the consumer. Yeah. We wow. are. Yep. So I'm still curious about your whole background. So you okay. grew up. Give me the whole grow up story because how do you end up, like see for us, we went down the weird chiropractic, um, like ugly stepchild to medicine route. So like we got exposed to I think everything that's not mainstream. That's how I always think of like, oh, all my friends are, we know about this stuff, but like the average person, if they weren't in a school like that or didn't have like a, you know, grow up in a tribe, They just don't have access. So
1: I did not grow up with this at all. Um, I grew up in West Palm Beach, Florida. I grew up to, um, I'm going to say it, a very poor family. So my, my goal in life was to not be my parents. That was my number one goal. And the biggest mistake with that was everything became about money. And so I put my body in it 120% and climbed that corporate ladder because that was my only way of escaping what my childhood was. Um, That is what led to the health problems and the life problems. And you know, at some point, you know, when you have that conversation with your doctor and they're like, hey, you know, well, let me go back. So I was 12. I fell asleep in school every day. My teacher finally called my parents and they're like, look, she needs to go to bed at night. Right. And they're like, she goes to bed at eight o'clock at night. She wakes up at seven for class at eight thirty. Like how much more sleep could sure. she possibly need? So we started diving into the Western medicine, you know, and blood tests and all this stuff. And what we found out was I was diagnosed with Hashimoto's. Yep. That early? That early. Wow. Yeah. So we started doing um, needle biopsies and all that kind of stuff on goiters and all that. And they put me on levothyroxine, stayed on levothyroxine until I was 18. Every year from the age of 12 to 18, my levothyroxine it had to be increased right. to be able to do whatever it was. And I'm like, there has to be a better way. So I started researching and it started at 18. Um, I came across what we call armor thyroid, desiccated thyroid. Yep. It's basically pig thyroid. Yep. And I convinced my doctor to allow me to start taking that um, with the agreement that I would do as much blood work as we had to, to make sure all my levels were good. Sure. I was put on that at 18. I am 39 years old and have been on the same exact medication ever since. Nice. My numbers have never skewed, never changed, nothing. So that started the natural route for me. Um, then
0: pig thyroid seems probably to most people. Well, I've, I've heard of it, but it's still, if I was going to take it, it would still seem, I don't, I mean, I guess it's like liver or anything Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. people are eating all kinds of organ meats from every Mm -hmm. animal right now.
1: You're exactly right. So a lot of people with anemia are actually going to grass fed cows and eating liver Mm -hmm. in order to help boost their red blood cell count. Um, so, I mean, there's a lot of things out there naturally that we can do and Just nobody
2: wants to talk about them or you're nobody, looked at like you're a nut Yes.
1: That's the problem. But like so people automatically judge you and criticize yes. you because you're doing something outside of what we consider norm. That's why I'm
2: glad you're in Columbia. I'm, yeah. I'm honest. Like when our friend, uh, Dr. Tim Losby, shout out to him, he said he went to your spa and I didn't even, I didn't hear about it. So I, was, I got excited and started looking at all your therapies, which I, I would do want to get into. So everybody hears this. But it's just good meeting more people that are on a different pathway to expose people, so that they have an option. Mm-hmm. Like to me, it's like we're not forcing people to go and salt or get adjusted or right. whatever the therapy is, but know that it's out there and it it's most of the time a better choice than the pathway that they're on. Right. But like so with your story though, did you start losing trust? Like went because for me it was a trust thing. Like once I got into chiropractic school, I was still very medically minded. You know, had a medicine cabinet, grew up just, that's how I grew up. Um, But then when you start getting exposed to little things where it's like, wait, there's this whole other, you could do this. Mm -hmm. Oh, there's this. Mm -hmm. And nobody's ever mentioned that before. And it's very logical and it's very... Um, whole it just made sense there's like no side effects there was just like everything was like why are we not do, why isn't everybody doing why this? doesn't
1: everybody exactly so I think you touch on a very good point it is a trust factor um, I think that there are doctors out there that really do care like when they take the oath it really is about the mm-hmm. oath and they do everything that they're supposed to do to make sure the client feels good and is healthy And so for me, it takes a lot of research, like sit down and talk to a doctor. If the very first thing the doctor asks you is, how are you feeling? Are you depressed? Do you want some Prozac? You know, that that should be a warning sign for you. That's not necessarily who you should be seeing and who you should partner with, because a doctor is really going to be a partner for you. They're going to be somebody for you to work alongside when you don't feel well. And it shouldn't just always be a very first course of action. Here, take this pill. Yeah. So it just shouldn't be that way.
2: And so you just started. You just started diving into um, natural. Because your background. You went to college.
1: I so I was supposed to go to school for law school. I dropped out um, because nice. I was pregnant. Yep. So I got an associate's degree with paralegal. So I worked in a law firm for a while. Had my child. Mm-hmm. Um, I was pregnant with twins. I miscarried one of them. We found out that my child had different blood type than me. I am RH negative, so we had to do the whole rogam thing. I'm sure right. that's a big hot topic out on TikTok yeah. right now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, so we had to do that, and I had my daughter kind of grew up. I... Focused a little bit more on natural stuff because I didn't necessarily, my daughter had eczema and they gave her a cream and it was steroids and I was like, I don't want to do this. Like she's so young, she's absorbing all this in. So we started to find other means, other herbs, different things that we could do. Yeah. Salt is unbelievable for the skin. I think that most people, especially young teenagers, when they come in, I'm like, when you go to the beach and you spend the week at the beach, your skin looks beautiful. You come back home. It's not anymore. I said, we have turned salt into, like, this big no-no, stay away from it. But salt's a natural element of earth. And for those who are biblical, I mean, it's salt of the earth. It, It talks about it in the Bible. So I think that, you know. Salt, salt's a great thing. There's so many things that salt is good for, and we just kind of give it a bad rap.
2: Yeah. So you didn't have, like, a crazy grandma that, like, yeah. concocted lemon and honey and well, rubbed it on your I body. did.
1: I did. Yeah. I just wasn't – I was only seeing her, like, a couple weeks during the summer. But she was, you know, grew up on the farm. Yeah. Everything came out of the yeah. garden and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah.
0: I think I'm it's sure. sodium that gave – Salt in that yes. name, right? Yes. Because all these food companies just load all their processed food with sodium. But it's not real salt. It's just a, it's just a chemical Correct. that they use yep. to preserve it, preserve so it'll last it. yep. a long time. Yep. Yep. But when you have real salt, like you have Himalayan mm. salt, mm-hmm. it's different in the body than this, what you're getting out of a packaged yeah. food source.
1: Yes, and I always tell my clients, too, you know, salt is not bad for you. Eating salt, my preference is always pink Himalayan salt or Celtic sea salt. Yep. And the biggest reason why is most people don't realize when you buy salt Cable
2: and you salters. eat
1: it, it has microplastics in it. So it's allowed to have so many microplastics. That's why I'm such a huge proponent of no plastic in the ocean, because people don't realize right. you dry that up, heat it up, grind it up. You're now putting microplastics into your body, which is causing inflammation. Yeah. So.
0: Sure. And they, there's even sugar in table salt sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like you go buy salt from the store and look at the ingredients sure and there's sugar it. in mm-hmm. the salt. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. And, it then, sa- and then salt And then gets a bad name and everyone says, oh no, don't go have salt. Yeah. but nobody's having real salt.
1: Yeah, and I, and I try to tell people a lot too. So we actually sell cure hydration packets at our shop for people that do infrared saunas quite significantly. Um, and the reason we do that is one, we stay away from the sugar. It is sweetened with monk fruit and has pink Himalayan salt. And I try to tell everybody, you know, you can drink as much water as you want, yes. but unless oh, you're Randy. replenishing your electrolytes, you're doing absolutely nothing.
2: <laughs> so no, I agree it's with that.
0: We have a good friend, Dr. Mark Wolfen, and whenever we hang out with him, he literally just walks around telling people that they're not getting enough salt. Oh my and gosh, he just true. says it all day long. And And, it's and, true. and he'll it's say true. it to a random person. anyone says any comment, his answer is, is so you're not true. getting enough salt. And I
1: tell people, you know, the granules of pink Himalayan salt put them in your water squeeze some lemon drink right. it and i always say you know when you're dehydrated and you go to the hospital what do you think they're hooking up to you salt saline mm-hmm. and saline is salt water mm-hmm. so if you're dehydrated and and this is a huge and out problem. Of a plastic
0: bag though with probably not himalayan salt, right,
1: right yeah this is one of the biggest problems that we're starting to see like i'm starting to research it and read articles and different things like that probably years ago um, there was a huge heat wave in Chicago and, like, hundreds of people died from dehydration. And a lot of them were older. And so the connection is we're telling these older people to go salt-free diets because of high blood pressure. And then they're in these extreme heat issues and dehydrating and dying. Yep. And it's like, well, wait a second, you're taking the salt out of the body. Yep. And so, you know, it just... Those kind of things, when it goes back to trust, it's that factor right. that I really have a problem with. I think that, you know, because they're not going to say, oh, wait, high blood pressure, we can't put saline bag on him, you know, kind of thing. But
2: I it. found that the less research I look at, the better <laughs> that I do. <laughs>
1: So I'll give you this. Um, I kind of felt the same way until I started working a little bit with USC. Um, I am working with USC a little bit on some stuff Mm -hmm. with research. I've partnered with a couple doctors there, and they are looking at doing even more research on holistic modalities with us. So I think that you're starting to see that curve. There is a big section with NIH that is alternative medicine. They've done some research on acupuncture and different things like that. So I think you're starting to see that a little more. Right. So I try to tell people don't go completely away from science because the science and research is there. Um, we have never in our entire time it just changes. It changes, yeah. Well, then that's yes. so it's
2: like, hey, the science of last year that we that told us to do this now just changed this year to do the exact opposite. Right. That's what that's where, that's part of why
1: conflicting. I, yeah, I just
2: mm-hmm. don't. I here's what I have more I like logic. Mm-hmm. I like, does it stand the test of nature and time? Mm-hmm. Like if we just looked at animals that are just living out in the wilderness that don't have science and don't have our education, they do pretty well. Yep. And what are they do like we we just don't think of all the things that we do on a day-to-day basis that are so against nature. Mm-hmm. Like even, you know, perf like we talk perfumes and different things and makeups and hair care and soaps and plastics and these are the things that, of course, there's going to be consequences to those. So logically, if we just move closer to let's minimize our exposure to that and more maximize our exposure to nature, salt and and this, I'm still, I want to get into the sound stuff because that's cool to me. Um, that all just makes sense. I don't need an article on it. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, I don't need 10 articles. I don't need anything. And I don't need people telling me that go read something else that negates it because I'm like, well... It, it there's no side effects that are negative mm-hmm. and what what do, like what's the loss in this
1: right exactly and that and that's where we come into play so a lot of times i mean the only thing that you can't really do at my facility is if you're pregnant you can't do infrared saunas and yep. red light therapy and it's because of the amount of heat that puts right. out and your body temperature is already up so for the most part that's the only thing you can't do um for the cocoon, we don't do the lights if you have any kind of traumatic brain injury or seizures because that sure. can trigger you to go into a seizure. So everything else you can 100% do, which was one of the purposes behind. Like, I didn't want it to be eliminating factor right. that people had an excuse as why they couldn't mm-hmm. do it. Yep. Um, I get a lot of questions when it comes to halo therapy with people with high blood pressure. Yeah. They're like, well, my doctor has me off of salt. I'm so- he doesn't want you eating salt. Right. I said, did he tell you you can't go to the beach? Well, no. Well, then well, you're breathing in salts. Well, so.
2: And I got a bunch of rants. I want to touch on that for a second, too. <laughs> here's why, because it pisses me off some of these doctors. Because here's the thing. These people that want to be well and want to have lower blood pressure, right, mm-hmm. have been listening to the same doctor for 20 years, mm-hmm. and they've not gotten off the blood pressure pill. Yep. But they're scared to do anything because their doctor doesn't agree with it. 100%. To me, I think, well, I want a diff- you should choose a different doctor. This is my little side rant on that because they're, they're using a person that has not gotten them healthier over the course of X amount of years that they want the result of, how do I get my blood pressure into a range where I don't need a pill? Yes. Unless that's what, if that's their goal, it's like, well, I just want to be on a pill the rest of my life, then that's fine. Yep. But they they, we've convinced ourselves or these patients have convinced ourselves to just be stuck listening to shitty advice Mm -hmm. for a long time. But they can say that my doctor says not to do ABC. And it's like, well, well, what if he's wrong or she's wrong? Absolutely.
1: Yeah. So um, I'll give you a little example to that. We were chit chatting earlier. My mom was on 14 different medications. That's insane. From all of her different doctors. No doctor communicated with each other to look and see. And so now she's in kidney failure, renal renal, renal kidney failure due to it. And I'm like, so she had one doctor, a nephrologist who was in Greenville, who got her down to seven medications over the course of time. So she, of course, is no longer with the hospital system right that she was employed with because she's getting people off of pills not putting people right. on pills yes. so my mom goes back to the doctor the new doctor that's there and they're like oh you need to go on this pill um this is going to draw sugar out of your kidneys and then you need to go on this pill because it's going to raise your blood pressure my mom's like no i don't need to I don't have to. Right. And so we just continue to follow this one doctor. But I think you're right. I think people need to interview their doctors, not go to a doctor and say, this is, you know, I'm going to take all of my advice from you. You need to interview them. You need to see what their beliefs are, see if they're going to listen to you. Because if you go in and tell them what's wrong and they're like, oh, well, you know, you sprained your ankle. Right. Take some Tylenol and go home. That's always
2: my thought is, I'm here to give you advice. I'm mm -hmm. not here to force you to do anything. I want Mm -hmm. you to, like, I do think I'm right in a lot of what I'm telling you. Mm -hmm. And I hope that I am. Otherwise, I wouldn't be telling you that. But still, it's your choice at the end of the day because it is your body. Some of these doctors put people into such fear that they're like, I can't change anything. Absolutely. And then I would question, like even with your mom, it's like, well, show me the research article that that shows 14 different medications were studied on an individual and what the effects of those are.
1: Right. It doesn't exist. It doesn't exist. They don't
2: do that stuff. Nope. I think it's if you're on more than two medications, there isn't a literature article out there that you could show that you should be taking those, that concoction. together, Yeah, exactly. Your mom is the experiment. These yep. people are the experiment.
1: Yep, yep. It's and, and it's at the cost of their life. And yes. then what do you do? You know, now, now you have more medical bills because you've gone down this rabbit hole right. of trying to stay alive in all these different modalities. And, you know, I, I have this often conversation with my husband and I'm like, it really, excuse me, I'm going to use this word, pisses me off. That we have a specialist for everything, you know, like you go to your family doctor and it's this and they're like, oh, well, you need to go see this person or you need to go see this person. And I get it. There are specialists that work on certain things. But at the end of the day, somebody needs to be the glue that is holding all of it together for that patient. Like it's not send you to your cardiologist and I don't know anything that's happening now. You need to know that that cardiologist has put you on this medication and this is what's happening. Because right. you're the family, you're that primary care physician. That's what primary care means. Yes. You're the primary guy.
0: Which is chaos. Like in fairness to the. It is. To the like family medicine. It trying is. to communicate with all those different specialists. Mm-hmm. I, I could see it being chaos.
1: I agree. I agree. But that overall, what that tells me and just proves my point is that we have a broken healthcare system. Yes.
0: Yeah. 100%. That has
1: to be fixed. Mm-hmm. I mean, the answers are all there. The everything that we can put as what is going wrong is there. It's just, you got to have somebody to have the balls to start fixing it. Right. Right.
0: It's not going to be insurance companies are are not going to go for a new system. Pharmaceutical companies are not going to go for a new system. And the
1: reason they don't fix it is because they don't know how they're afraid to take on that to fix it. Mm -hmm. And so when you don't know how to fix it, that's why it just keeps getting swept under the rug. And meanwhile, people just continue down the path of insanity.
0: Right. And it, at the end of the day, I think it really just needs to be people take responsibility for their own health. Yep. Instead of giving responsibility to somebody else. Yep. The, if everybody, the, everybody did that, it would radically change. You're the exactly system. right.
1: You're exactly right. Um, when the moment that you make the decision on whether that person is your person or not, that's when the hospital system is going to start to realize.
2: Right. Mm hmm. I think, I mean, here's a little solution. What if we gave everybody $5,000 a year, every year of their life, to put towards health? That's it. So at birth, here's your five grand for this year for all of your health care, right? And it just keeps going every single year. So the older you get, and if you've invested that into, you know, salt spa and massage and gym memberships and supplements and whatever, you know, you're going to... We would we would then see like unless there's a crisis, so I think insurance would be crisis based. Like you get hit by a car, mm-hmm. you don't need to tap you don't need to tap into your health bank.
1: Mm-hmm. But
2: if not, it's like just use it for what you like in health. If that's medicine or if it's a you know uh, elective procedures, mm-hmm. go for it. But then that that way it just is what it is. And if you run out, you run out, and it's survival that's fittest at that mm-hmm. point. I think or you need right. to know somebody that's wealthy. Yeah, like your parents in West Palm Beach.
1: Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs>
2: um I, so let's touch on the services i don't know if we mentioned the spa name did we mention the spa name well, let's i think she mentioned it as Shavas.
1: Shivas
0: i yes. want to know the cocoon Can and, you explain well, the cocoon on. when
2: you go there because
0: i i you know when you swaddle a baby uh-huh. that's how i picture you doing you're it exactly like right. you lay in a Wait blanket, blanket. And
1: you, yep. yeah so you're on the sound lounge bed and we cover you with a 20 pound weighted blanket And by the way, I mean, I should totally sell weighted blankets because the amount of people that get on Amazon and buy them after their first time having a weighted blanket is unreal. Um, So when you lay down, we have a headpiece that goes on, comes down over your eyes. It uses binaural beat music that correlates to the blinking of the blue lights and the vibration of the bed. So if at any given time, I mean, you can have vibration by the head, by the feet, moving all the way up your body. I have people that get off and they just feel like their entire body is just in motion, which is so cool. cool. It's so cool. (laughs) Mm -hmm.
2: So you have salt, salt spa. You hang out in there breathing salt.
1: Yep. How many people go
0: in? Yeah, how many people are in there with
2: you?
1: So if it's a public session, it's six people, you can book the whole cave privately and have eight. Okay. Nice. Yep. And we do pranayama yoga in there, which is all breath work. Um, most people don't realize your you pose like you're not moving your body. Nope, you're laying down oh, nice. the entire time. It's all nice. breath work. So it's all taking your body out of that fight or flight mode using breath work. Oh, I want that. It's amazing. Yep. It's amazing. So we do that twice a month. And then we also do once a month acoustic sound therapy with crystal bowls, Tibetan sound How about bowls. bongos? No, no bongos. No?
2: no. I feel like drums would be a great little. We it's do fun. we do mostly mineral. I've heard of that. <laughs> yep, every,
1: everything is zen, bongos. not chaos. Okay. <laughs> zen, not chaos. So. Um,
0: you know what this is missing? <laughs> bongos. <laughs>
1: <laughs> However, the guy who does my acoustic sound therapy yeah. is like the president of the drum circle for Columbia. So he does it. have there drums.
2: It was. I had a feeling. <laughs> yeah. um, so you have salt spa. Shout infrared. out to Dick Moons by the way. Dick He's Moons. my guy. Yeah. Infrared sauna. Mm-hmm. How many saunas do you have? We um, have two nice. and they're
1: two person saunas. So And they the
2: sunlight near and sunlight far impulse. yeah. Beautiful. Yep. And they how many people can go in those? Do you have a single two person two person saunas. Yep. Nice. Yep. Then you have the meditation zen den. That's yep. the
1: There are two rooms and there are four chairs. So two chairs in yeah. each room.
2: And you're just you you lay and you listen to affirmations guided and, meditations. Nice. Yep. Nice. And then the Hydra Massage, we didn't touch on that.
1: Heated water pressure. Okay. Um, so most people, and this was an interesting service when I first created my business and brought this in. It was more for like the doctors who were behind my building and the lawyers who were across the street in the courthouse, somewhere where they can go away 15, 30 minutes, reset, decompress, whatever. Um, after I was in business, probably for the first six months, I had a client come in and this story kind of choked me up a little bit. So if I choke up, I'm really sorry. Um I go in, she did a 30 minute hydro massage and I go in and she's crying and I'm like, oh shit, like, did she get hurt? What's wrong with her back? Like water pressure. And we get to talking and she's like, my sister was sexually abused all of her childhood. She's never had a massage in her life. She's like, I'm going to buy a gift certificate if that's okay. And so I'm like, yeah, of course. Right. So we get our gift certificate. The sister comes. She does her 30-minute hydro massage. I go in, and she's balling. I'm like, oh, my gosh. Like, right. <laughs> so we get to talking about it, and I'm like, you know, the Never intention was one way, but yeah. what, you know, the universe, God, whoever you want to believe told me was this is a resource for people who have significant trauma. Yeah. Never overstep that boundary of having somebody touch them or getting undressed or anything else. And it gives them that same somewhat right. release option where they can start that healing process. It was like so powerful for me. I was like, Oh my gosh. Yeah. So
2: that's wild. I mean, I never even thought about that, but that's I, cause my mom doesn't like massage and mm-hmm. I don't know why. I mean, None of a, nobody in my family likes like getting massage. touched. Yeah. In general. We yep. just not like touchy feely. Like when we we have like our when we say goodbye to each other, we like do a quick hug and a mm-hmm. two taps. And mm-hmm. that's like the joke. It's like, all right, let's get the two taps in. Yep.
1: Yep. Um, I'm the same way. I don't like massage I think so I she yeah,
2: like... I think she would like the hydro massage. Yep. And then the cocoon experience we just talked about and so that's vibroacoustic therapy. Is there any so I've heard of different machines that you can tune in the sound to even target like viral things and yes. bacterial things. Is that what this is? Yes. It does do that. Yes.
1: Yes. So our cocoon is based off of the seven chakras. Are you familiar with seven soft chakras? Yep. Seven energy points. So what we are doing with the vibration is putting those back into vibration of what they should be running at. Nice. So each one does something specifically different. And the same person can do each one and have a totally different experience out of it. Right. I always start people out on the root chakra. Because that's where our safety net is. That's where our emotions come from. That's where people hold everything. Yeah. And so that's why I start there and then kind of work their way up when they do it moving forward. So, yeah, I have a client who comes every Saturday from Aiken just to do Cocoon.
2: Really? Mm-hmm. And how, that's a, how long are those sessions? That's a.
1: 30 minutes. thirty five minutes. Nice. Yep.
2: Sweet. It's really and then right. Things. Red light therapy. Is that in combination with anything else or is that, yes. that's a separate therapy?
1: Yep. So we partner it with a chakra PEMF mat, pulsed oh, electromagnetic nice. field. Mm-hmm. So for those who are familiar with grounding or earthing, yes. basically it's 7.4 Hertz that we put through that mat when you're laying on it. And we partner it with red light over top of you.
2: Nice. Yep. Have you gotten? Have you talked or looked into grounding a lot? Like I've seen people where they're putting a wire out their bedroom Mm -hmm. and and putting it into the. I sleep on a
1: um, grounding mat that's plugged into my ground outlet. Yeah.
2: So how? Yeah. Tell tell. How does that? Because I've always thought about that. So you. Oh, you plug it into the ground.
1: The ground. Yeah. So my my mattress that the my mattress pad that's over my mattress it has a um, plug in that you plug into the ground part of an outlet. Of course, it's not going to work if your house is not grounded. But if your house isn't grounded, you shouldn't be living in it. (laughs) And yeah,
2: how do you find that out? Is that... Um, Your electrical company. Yeah, it comes with a tester, too. yeah, the one that I came with a tester. And it'll show you if it's... If If it's it's grounded or or not.
1: Um, But your electrician, I mean, your electrical company should be able to tell you if it's grounded, too. But it's funny that you brought this up because I was just reading an article about a farmer who is starting to test copper like they yes, take a copper line plants. and put it along the plant and throw it into too. the ground and they're seeing like enormous glo- like growth out of it yep and i'm like oh my gosh so i'm working on that experiment now oh, i've never heard of this so <laughs> yes. copper's helping the plant grow yeah so yeah. coppers coppers can do it so mm-hmm. when you have that electrical current from earth okay so think about it if if we're not meant to be grounded then why do we ground our buildings
2: mm-hmm Think about that. We Rand we never had we never had. I always shoes. thought it was for lightning.
1: Like we never had shoes, and so then all of a sudden, <laughs> was it, am I
0: talking about a different thing? We
1: built shoes. Do we?
0: Yeah. I I mean I agree. I think shoes. you got to be barefoot Sep- outside yes. all the yes. time. That's yes. I 100. And when I explain I don't know it, if sand or grass matters.
1: It does. You think it does? It, it, different no, things? it doesn't matter. No, oh, it doesn't matter. It's both, still the element. The same. Water, same way. Water yeah. meant a natural element, and so it flows. Um, I always explain it to my clients when we start talking about grounding. What's the very first thing you do when you go to the beach?
2: Take your shoes off. Take
1: your shoes off, kick your feet down in the sand, and all of a sudden you feel great. <sighs> you're grounding. Like it's just that's what that is. That is that electrical current of grounding your body.
0: Yeah.
1: There all might energy. be something
0: wrong with me, because I don't experience that. You don't? I as soon as I go it's with my a, whole family.
2: That's what I mean. That's why his filter generally it just doesn't not make a good sense. Filter. No,
0: like a like last week. So we went to Isle of Palms last week, and er- my in-laws, everybody, like, couldn't wait to get That's their the feet problem. off, their feet in the sand. They're just, I'm like, I don't, I don't think I He's want. He's out there wearing socks. I mean, yeah, no, I wore sandals <laughs> until I got there. And then when it was, like, time, then I went in the ocean, and it was fun and everything. But it wasn't, like, I can't wait to get my, my f- feet in
1: the sand. Do you like to swim?
0: Yeah, love swimming. You like water?
1: hmm So you probably feel extremely relaxed when you're in water.
0: I like being I like being in the water.
1: So yeah. for them it's sand. For you it's water. That you just be. have to find your element. And for me personally, oh, like yeah. in my own oh, the research, water guy. you're the water yeah. guy. It's like
2: Pokemon. Yeah, so that feels start right. Start
1: researching your zodiac sign. You know, your zodiac sign kind of relates back to mm-hmm. what grounds you.
0: Mm-hmm. Is that like Aries? Earth,
1: and... air, fire, oh, water. That's
2: yeah, buddy. So, water you're yep. probably water for sure. Snow is snow one. In, <laughs> <'Cause> oh <then. laughs> so wait, what combats what's bad is water also a bad symbol for um for um like fire, maybe I guess if you're a fire person, Ellen? Mm, I'm not really sure. Oh I'm interested. Here, I'm not all into art. Well here's like I was wondering about that. My wife was saying, what is it with me and water? I have a lot of events in life that revolve around like water yeah. torturing. Me, like our our building got flooded. We had uh, um, my my water filter, my home water filtration system just broke the other day and like <gasps> flooded our basement. There's just been a ton of. And things. you're a fire sign, I guess. I don't know. That's uh. what I but it just made me think. Maybe I'm a fire sign, Is you it based water- on when you're born. Is yeah, you
1: know? astrology. Oh, yeah. So yeah, look that up. You know, Scorpio, Sagittarius, 19th, Libra, 1983, whichever one you are, Sagittarius. Sagittarius. Oh, yeah. so you are a fire sign. Is that what it is? Yeah, I Maybe think Sagittarius it. is a fire sign. Does that Aries?
2: mean I'm getting attacked by the universe? Like I think I'm you're not... air
1: sign. Sorry, air sign. I think so. That, that
2: me might feel be... better than water. <laughs> I mean, I like
0: wind. being in the water, he but he loves
2: wind.
1: <laughs> I could be wrong though.
0: I don't. I don't
1: fire. know a whole lot of Aries. Said Aries is fire.
2: fire. Fire. Oh. What about Sagittarius? Aries
0: is fire. Sagittarius is also fire. Yeah. I'm air. I'm Gemini. That's
2: why you like frisbee.
1: so are you familiar with astrology like have you dove into astrology oh my god you feel like i believe it i don't think it's
2: a lot
0: of personality i think i don't believe it there's a
2: lot of personality traits that match
1: 100 percent. yeah
0: i believe a lot of energy things but i think it makes sense that if you're born in the winter you're gonna see the world in a different way than if you're born in the middle of the summer
1: that's interesting
2: or if you're born in spring what about born at night versus day
0: I, I guess it depends if you're born outside. I don't know if it would matter. <laughs> no. You
1: should you should definitely so, so.
0: What it Were would the be, lights it on would be or pretty si- off. Yeah, it'd be, <laughs> be pretty similar either way.
1: We have a I have a good friend who is deep into astrology and so she did my birth chart. We went over all kinds of different things and they all make sense. Like so I'm a Libra. I'm a Libra through and through. I'm somebody that I see both sides of the fence. When you come to me and say the sky is blue, I'm probably going to look at you and go, well, it's really white because there's white clouds there. It's not mm. just blue. I kind of see both sides of the card no matter what. Um, it drives my husband absolutely crazy because anytime he comes to me, I'm always going to come back and go, well, what about this? Yeah. And it's going to be the opposite. Yeah. So, And that's really what it is for Libra. Libra is all about justice. Their symbol is you know, the justice symbol. So for me... That is what I deal with every day in life. Like when I see things you are unfair. Hate yes, I hate I it. I hate like, injustice it. Absolutely. Too. Yeah, Tom's big on that. It, where, yes. where is Libra? Is
2: that October? October. Yeah.
1: yeah. October 19th. Yep.
2: October 19th. You turn 40 this year? I do. Wow. I do. I turned 40 December 19th. Ah. You guys are like, we're born 60 days apart. What are you? Water symbol?
1: Libra is air. Air. Yep.
2: Okay. I gotta die people. Which
1: kinda goes back to the whole idea like it was not intentional, but Shavaz is all means breathe in Hindu. Oh yeah. We do halo therapy. Mm -hmm. All of our business pranayama is about breathing. And so it just all makes sense how it all comes into play without us ever even know it.
2: And there's no direct like (laughs) there's no direct like yeah he, i mean here's the thing his here's his my filter. problem no, <laughs> Listen, my, i have a
0: weird filter he's that's here's why you can't i said him to anybody ever. i've made i've i've talked to people and i've said so i and i said something like oh yeah they're a, and then i just chose one because i didn't know any they're a sagittarius they can be really serious but they let their guard down sometimes and they're like oh yeah that's true and then i was like but that person that's an aries they can get really fired up if they're passionate about something but they're not passionate about everything and they'd be like yeah that's true and i was just like i was just saying both sides of everything and 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 everyone was just like nodding like yeah that's true yeah that's true but i was like if you, you can say that about anybody like they get thirsty sometimes
1: yeah, but if they've had I enough
0: mean, water, they're not thirsty anymore. And you're yeah. like,
1: yeah,
2: that is that is true oh, about me. So that's good. totally those, those yep. Sagittarius. That's good.
1: You, you should totally have a birth chart done. Yep. Somebody who does a birth chart can sit down and tell you and talk about things. And then when they tell you the about it. The year that I was born, like,
0: the day that I was born.
1: So it's not only, it so what you have to have is your day of birth the time of birth and where you were born cuz that will tell you they whether it's in cons- north mid or a south mid. Oh, Boy, <laughs> it's, it's so cool though cuz once once you get that birth chart like they'll tell you where your houses are with the planets and tell you different things and you'll be like oh shit never even realized that but it's all written in the stars i mean yeah. when they literally say written in stars it's written in the stars
2: Can you, so here's what I worry about with that. Can you change outcomes then? Because then sometimes you hear that and you're like, oh my God, it's all set up.
1: I don't. I don't necessarily, and when I worked on my, because um, we did a women's group in our cave last year, yeah. and it was called Rising Phoenix, and it was basically, you know, during the whole push of all of this stuff happening with women late last year, and so my friend Noemi, who is an acupuncturist here locally, phenomenal person, does a lot of ancient Chinese medicine. She's my cupping person, too. We need her on
2: the Yeah, podcast.
1: let me know. Does she use the she's... cupping
0: with the smoke? Yes. Does she? She yeah. does like the know real cupping. Yeah, yes. Sure. Yes. People
1: do yes. That. Nope. Um, she is my girl, so I'll hook you up with her. <laughs> yeah. She's yeah, phenomenal. Her. That's who you get your birth chart from too. She does that. Yep. Oh, yep. Would she do it? So because that's on me? probably. Yeah, I mean, probably if you wanted cool. to, yeah. Right. So, so when we did Rising we Phoenix, that. <laughs> that's what part of Sounds that was awesome. was our birth chart, and so what our birth chart told us was how we interact with people of other astrology you know, means. So, yeah. like, for me, it was something with a Sagittarius. My husband's a Sagittarius. Smart. I had to. <laughs>
2: Smart choice. Oh, I don't <laughs> It's Some Sagittarius can one get ever. along, but <laughs> they have to be I've the right gathered. Sagittarius. No, from what I <laughs> It's the best symbol out there. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so for him, like, it taught me how I needed to communicate with him. Because a lot of times, things would just blow mm. up. And I'm like, damn, like, everything always blows up. And so when we went over it... And I got to Sagittarius. She's like, this is kind of how you handle Sagittarius. And our what relationship We'll be an, exact, hey. give an example. <laughs>
2: something.
1: So instead of me always coming to the defense of something, just kind of roll with it. Okay, yeah. you know, mm. like, just breathe. Don't You don't Even have to answer an right away. Yeah, and it's really hard for me. It's really hard for me. No, it's not that I don't say anything. I just pause. Rather than jumping right to it, Automatically, I have to pause for a minute because I have to let him think about it that he won the conversation. Yeah, that's important until I come back with my response. And then once I come back with my response, after he has cooled down, because fires heat up quick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, once Brandy. he cools down.
2: <laughs> I do,
0: guys, get
1: up quick. Yeah, once he cools down, we can have that conversation. So prime yeah. example: just before we got here, we had a leak in our ceiling. See, and, it's water
0: at your house. <laughs> against was that so, your house or your business? My
1: house. Yeah. And so right above the dryer, first thing, he just went berserk, like cussing the house, everything else. And I'm just like, you know, it's just water. Like, it's just water. And so we started to figure it out. By the time it was all said and done, I'm like, dude, just don't explode. Like, yeah. you exploding does nothing but raise your blood pressure. Yeah. <laughs> and now you're exhausted.
2: Now, do did, did these readings... Do the astrology readings always end positive? Um, Like, I feel like they have to, your story has to go go towards this positive route.
1: Otherwise, it'd be like, holy shit. I don't know, because everybody is totally different. For me, the reading was more along the lines of how I need to communicate with people in life. Um, Like the different astrology people, like how I communicate with them effectively to where they understand, you know, where I'm coming from. Okay. So it's it's totally cool. Something you should definitely have done. It's cool.
0: Nice. It's, yeah, I could see I could see there being things in there that would make sense to me, mm-hmm. but I think sometimes I like I'll also see the other side where everything has to do with the sign. It, you know what I mean? Like I think there's uh, one of my favorite sayings is for every mile of road there's two miles of ditch, mm-hmm. and I think that's probably true in this world too.
1: Yeah, probably, probably, and I think. Um, I mean, it's astrology-wise, written in the stars. Yeah, I think that anybody can shift it if they consciously know it. You know, but
2: do, do you think the Earth is round?
1: <laughs> 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 do I have to answer? <laughs> it's up to you.
2: But because um, we're talking about stars, there's a lot of debate that that the, the flat Earthers might be onto something. You think so? Well, here's what they're saying, and I'm, I, I don't'm I'm, I'm moving more towards the middle, which is probably bad to say on the podcast because now everybody's gonna I'm, I already have enough weird stuff. <laughs> but if the, like if we're a ball flying through space at the pace we are, how are the stars not they're always in the same spots?
1: Okay, so here's my answer. Yeah, you need probably I mean, it, I, I mean and this. it might confuse you even more. Okay So in order to generate energy? You have to be moving, right? Yep. How does flatness rotate?
2: How does flatness rotate?
1: Like so if pe- you're a flat earth, how's a piece of paper rotate?
2: Like a microwave um, tray. But that's round. Circle. Yeah. they're So that's what the flat earthers so are saying. So we're
1: flat like this and we're spinning like this?
2: They're saying it's flat like a pizza. And they're saying that the crust of the pizza would be Antarctica, which is like, okay, that's interesting. And so it spins like that. I'm telling you, the more you look into it, it gets a little. But like, then the Wait axis a minute. Gotta, and like I'm the, with you. I the think the it's axis, all nuts.
1: Like how they
2: have explanations for all this crap. And here's this is the only reason I'm bringing it up because I don't want to get too deep into people thinking I'm a flat earther yet. <laughs> is kind of like health, where we grew up just going.
1: Yeah, okay. you get a headache,
2: you take a Tylenol.
1: Yeah,
2: you you know you your appendix is is not good, throw it out, like yep. cut it out. And it's like if we don't be open to question it and hear these people on like because we're looked at as crazy, right? Sure. And what we're talking about here breathing and breathing sure. in salt and vibration, you know what I mean? Yeah,
1: <laughs> <laughs> the vibration really people think I'm crazy. Sort of <laughs> when they go on cocoon, they're like, what in the yes. hell are we doing? Yes. Yes.
2: And that's the only reason I'm open to hear I want to hear both sides. Sure. And I've and, and anything now that's mainstream, I'm I'm just like I'm just not a hundred percent. So like, now
1: you have to do a birth chart, because I have to see if your rising sign is Libra. Yeah. Because if you have to hear both sides, you've got Libra somewhere yeah, in okay. there. Yeah,
2: and I and I don't like injustice. That's like yeah. one of my big things. So it's probably a rising yeah. sign. Sure. Here's
0: the part that's weird for me is that who who was the guy that decided that it was round? Was it Aristotle?
2: I, I think because I think the Galileo guy maybe.
0: Galileo. Galileo, maybe because so I think okay. the guy who determined because everybody thought it was flat, and then when he determined it was round, everybody. They, was I round. think they killed him for it, or mm-hmm. went to yeah. jail, or something yeah, yeah, for it. After and then everybody decided it was round, which
1: because it doesn't fit the narrative. If it doesn't fit the narrative, right. you get if rid of it. If it's different, if it's different, you just don't it like says it. Was Newton,
0: Newton, Newton. what it says. Isaac Newton.
1: Oh yeah, first proposed
0: the Earth was perfectly round. Oh. Isaac. Yeah.
2: Sir Isaac. That might change things. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but it's, I, anyways, I mean, I just think that the listeners need to just go down a couple rabbit holes on Instagram where there's great information. Totally agree. <laughs> Listen, I'm a Joe Rogan open.
1: girl, so yeah, I get uh, full of conspiracies. N- yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's right. Like I'm there at. was a whole, you know, Civilization prior to all of us that was so advanced, you know. I'm down that rabbit hole. I'm when you look at pyramids and you're like, they built that, yes, back in the day with no (laughs) shoes. (laughs) (laughs) She's so
2: close to flat Earth,
1: but I'm like all into vibration and sound. I'm like, sound totally lifted all that up to make them build pyramids, right? You know, right? So
2: there's all kinds. The pyramids are shocking. I, I. There's a, yeah. There's a lot of buried history. There's a lot of things that like, are just we just take it as what we were taught. Taught, from books. Exactly.
1: Rather than being questioned. I think, I think our job as humans is to question. That's how we learn. Yes. You know, we don't learn by somebody telling us something. We right. learn by questioning what we're being told. Yes. That's how we learn.
2: Now I will so. say we haven't landed on the moon, and I'll end with that. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> you're right there with my
2: husband he doesn't think so either I don't it's hard It's that one's really hard to believe see I'm not I'm not a flat earther and I'm not sure I'm a round earther I'm like I'm not sure what I'm at mm-hmm. and I don't care to be mm-hmm. honest like I really don't care unless there's like this big cover up and like what's the reason then that we are caring about this anyways but the whole landing on the moon thing is becoming more and more like we've, we always do this when we're on like guys trips we're like alright gun to your head did we land on the moon and the answer to that for me is no for randy i gun to my head i'm still saying
0: yes you're
1: still saying yes
0: but i'm but i'm not sh- i'm not it's 100 100- i'm not playing that it's, game yeah, unless yeah. i have to um
1: it, it's tough i mean not I not to this. discredit the people who actually you know supposedly were the ones that landed but I don't know. I just feel like we needed a win, and so politically, right. they put that win out there yep. against another country. You know, we mm-hmm. had to be the best country in the world, and so right. if that's the answer, that's the answer. Now, I mean, but like I said, I don't want to discredit all those who did yep. "quote unquote" land on the moon. Now, whether they did it the year they did it or not, right? Maybe not. Maybe Have we they did done it, it later, since? Yes. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, I, I, that's it. Yeah, yeah. It's a good questionable yeah, cool. one. Good. Okay, so, so how do people find so you? <laughs> Spotify. <laughs> Spotify's
2: definitely uh, editing that somehow. Yeah. So you're on you're on Main Street, right? <laughs> yep, we
1: are on Main Street, um, downtown Seven, Columbia.
2: Seventeen Sixteen Main Street, downtown Columbia. It's Shavas S H V A A S S P A. Yep. So Shavas Spa. Yep. And uh, they can go to shavaspa.com. Yep. And they can even book right on there, right? Yep. Was is that, is that more beneficial for you if they just go straight there Absolutely. or call you? Okay, Absolutely. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. If they just book straight online, um, one thing I will tell people that is probably our most popular thing that we do is a spa day package. Yeah. It's three hours, it's $120. bucks. i am doing Includes that. five different services. You get a little bit Cocoon. of everything. Yep. Cocoon's yeah. included yep. in it. Yep. Um, you get a little bit of everything. That way, you can see what you like. And then we offer monthly plans, which we call our stress management plans. Sweet. You get 360 minutes or 580 minutes, and you spend them however you want to with whatever service and whatever time frame. That's awesome. So, yeah.
2: Yeah. Awesome. There's going to be a ton of people that come to you. I know that because this is Columbia needed this. Absolutely. And you're on Columbia's hottest podcast.
1: Awesome. So, (laughs) and if people want to know, I mean, Main Street. Just to kind of give you an idea, we are directly across the street from the courthouse. Oh, nice. So, is it on? Yeah.
2: Is it on the ground floor or where?
1: We have a basement. Oh, your basement. We do. Yeah. So that was quite an investment to structurally support our salt cave. Yeah, we had to have a structural engineer. That was a whole to do, but cool process. Okay. Yeah. So. All right. Nice. Yep. All
0: right. We appreciate it. Thanks Thanks for being on our show.
1: Thanks so much.
0: we're here
1: for the health of it for the health of it